In this episode of the RV Small Talk podcast, well, PJ's back and I'm back, but Lindsay is not back. But we'll talk about where PJ went, where she camped, where I went, where I camped, and then we're going to meet a special guest who's here at Princecraft to show us something new. So let's dive into this episode of the RV Small Talk podcast. Let's do it. Welcome to the RV Small Talk podcast, where we talk about lightweight trailers, truck campers, and the people, places, and adventures that go right along with them. We're your hosts from Princecraft RV. I'm Clint. I'm PJ. And yet again, no Lindsay today, but you know what? She'll probably show up somewhere, you know, comments or something. She'll throw something in my head. That usually happens. If you have missed any episodes of this podcast, check out rvsmalltalk.com or join us on Facebook. Just look us up, RV Small Talk. We have a community group and you can also head over to YouTube where we have videos of our podcast and a few other fun videos too. But if you want to see what we look like when we're talking on the microphones, YouTube is the place. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, our shining faces are there speaking <laughs> all the crazy words you're hearing now. Oh, we're all good with it. So join us anywhere you can. Find us on the interwebs. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, that is the best place to leave a review. Please do that. Other podcast apps don't typically offer that, but if you are in a podcast app that does let you rate and review, go ahead and do it. It does help us a lot. The algorithms like to show highly rated podcasts to people so and for us. all of you who subscribe we thank you so much yep. we're glad we get to come and uh, bother you every single week all right well let's talk about the comings the goings what we've been up to pj what have you been up to i went to paladuro canyon for four or five days mm -hmm. i can't even remember how much but oh my gosh what a beautiful place. It is spectacular. It is really, really beautiful. I don't, of course, it's not the Grand Canyon, but the beauty factor. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, it is not the Grand Canyon. But the beauty factor, I think, does rival the Grand oh, Canyon. it's gorgeous. That, that, I mean, I think that having been to both, I haven't walked the whole Grand Canyon. That, you haven't? Not a, the whole thing? That's, that's a heck Just of a Just part of it. Yeah. But the parts that I did see, and I did pop in, at, I think, three different locations on it. Palo Duro Canyon is spectacular from a beautiful standpoint. It is the second largest canyon in the U.S. Mm -hmm. The first, of course, is the Grand Canyon. But it is in Texas, in the Panhandle. Yep. It's just, just south of Amarillo. Yeah. So uh, definitely in the top of Texas. And, you know, we were talking about it. I've spent my whole life here. Mm -hmm. My husband spent his whole life here. Yeah. We have never been there. So that was what we went to do is to go see Paladero yeah. Canyon. And they are famous for an outdoor play that has been on for 56 years. Ooh, I didn't realize it's that long. 56 years. Mm -hmm. So uh, we wanted to see that as well. Uh, my husband is from Albany, which is a tiny town. And it's not that far away from it's there. It's not that far away from there. And they are famous for the other outdoor Texas play. Who are they rival plays? They are rival plays. They're both kind <laughs> of uh, built on the history of Texas. Yes. And so the Fandangle, which is what they call it. I know it's kind of a weird name. I want it. Yeah. But it is this huge outdoor event. And there's, you know, herds of cattle that come through and horses come flying right. through. And you just get all of this outdoor drama. I love because it. The setting is fantastic. It is. It is. You got the, the setting sun in the background. Yes. Yeah. And the field 
is mm-hmm. the stage. Yeah. Now, when we went to the play Texas, that's held inside Paladura Canyon uh-huh. in the state park, um, there is a stage, but the stage, the backdrop to it is the cliff going yeah. up to a plateau. Yeah. And of course, you know, it opens with the horse riding on the plateau with the setting sun and the Texas flag and right. crowds cheering. And I don't know, it was quite extraordinary. Sure, sure. So I like it. I like Paladur Canyon because the sunrises and sunsets are amazing. Right. The wildlife down inside the canyon is really cool because it's a little bit of a microcosm. They are The wildlife just lives down there. Unless unless they're birds, in which case they're still flying quite low to get down (laughs) into it. The birds were amazing. I mean, they were beautiful, just beautiful little birds. And and uh, you you have the full range, the little pretty ones, the the, the Tweety birds and all. And then you have some really serious eagle eagles and hawks. And yep. owls yep. all throughout there. We sat outside the visitor lodge and watched the swallows feed their yeah. babies because their nests were yes. right there on the lodge. The blue ones, the barn swallows? Uh, I guess so. Uh-huh. Um, they were kind of a grayish blue, okay. maybe. Sure. Um, but still very cool. There were so many of them. I mean, you could yeah. just sit there and watch all these babies chirping one at a time. And man, they work hard to feed those babies. You know it. And uh, then we saw, you know, the you could hear the barn owls and the hoot owls mm-hmm. in between, and then these screechers. Did you run across any um, snakes? Because when I was hiking those trails, and this was a decade ago, uh-huh. man, we almost stepped on so many snakes trying to warm themselves up in the middle of the, the paths. Well, it was warm even under less. a tree. Let yeah. me just tell you, it was warm everywhere. Yeah. We only saw one snake in the path. Uh-huh. Uh, and I looked it up to see what it was because it was it was really beautiful. It right. was kind of a grass snake size and it was silver gray uh-huh. and it had a black head with a yellow band around its neck. No kidding. What was that? What it, was it? Uh, and now I can't remember. I'll ask you later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I looked it up, but it was a... It it, it kind of had a, a a boring name, yeah. Like black headed snake name, right? Right. You know nothing. And they said it. You know it's tiny. It's not poisonous. You know they love to curl up in your hand and huh. uh, it's so a pet it's, snake. It, it, yes. And then they talk. <laughs> and then right there on the internet, they're talking about it was great because it didn't eat a very big aquarium to live in, and it just kind of broke my heart. Seen him on the trail running along and to think somebody would grab that snake and put him in an aquarium. I was going to say, you broke your heart because it needed an aquarium. It doesn't doesn't need an aquarium. It no. has Paladuro Canyon. Yeah. So anyway, that was the only snake we saw. Sure. Tons of the little spotted lizards running around. Right. I really horny wanted to see out a there. horny toad. Yeah. There was none. You didn't see any. Didn't see any. Did you hang out near the uh, the ant bed, the ant mounds? Well, there were ant mounds everywhere but did you hang out near them well the benches i sat on benches when i was hiking because i needed rest yeah but yeah never saw a horny toad huh not one but we marveled at the they have the really big red ants and the real big black ants yes they do and watching them carry things like 20 times their size you know they were all panicked searching for food yeah and it was it was interesting to watch um the cicadas were out Mm -hmm. so a lot of times you would see this dead cicada being carried by a mound of ants across the path they're gonna go eat the (laughs) skeleton (laughs) this it's like you know they're waddling this thing across the path so tons of those yeah which was kind of cool the noises the birds 
the cicadas singing at night. It's a great outdoor experience. It was just fabulous. But we have to mention this big old elephant in the room. Which is? The heat that you camped in. Yeah, Paladero Canyon to me is a late fall, winter or early spring camp out after I did a summer camp out there. And it is beautiful in the summer. It really is. But it's so hot. Yes, except the play, the play named Texas yeah. doesn't start until a week after right. Memorial Day. Right. And and you you and your family, you guys like theater. Yes. Yeah, so it was really kind of the reason that we planned to go at the time that we you did. You know that you can watch it one night and not every night, right? Well, you know what happened? Uh-oh. I'm going to tell you this story and it's kind of a long one, so I'll make it as short as I can. Okay. But Oh, uh, that's a good story. All right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it started actually the Thursday before. We went on a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Supposed to start the Thursday before. The whole week was canceled because this the the theater got COVID. <gasps> so we're oh, sitting there West panicking. Texas, yeah, they, they, yeah. Well, and of course, they've been rehearsing all this sure, time. Sure. So everybody got COVID and They're we're like, rehearsing oh, all wow. the kissing scenes that no one has. I, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's a big musical dance thing. So and then so our our play was supposed to be opening night. Mm-hmm. So we were very excited. We get there in the middle, right before intermission. He's explaining why thunderstorms that just immediately pop up in West sure. Texas are like Beethoven to his ears in West Texas okay. because he thought it was beautiful out there on the prairie. Sure. So uh, as he's explaining about the wind, this giant gust of wind starts blowing through. Could have timed it better. And then he <laughs> says the lightning. It is just like, you know, the crescendo of the symphony and the sky starts flashing, you know. Right. And I mean, it was <laughs> the audience is just rolling we are all just laughing our heads off i can't believe that the actors weren't just busting up yeah because it was so on cue um intermission comes and within five minutes it is pouring cats and dogs and the entire theater is under this like 10 foot strip at the top right you know because there's there's not not a lot of cover right uh 30 minutes later they canceled the rest of it so opening night moved to the to the full opening night right. where you got to see the whole play. Right. Oh, what I didn't tell you is near the end, right before intermission, one of their big things they're famous for, which I didn't know until I looked it up, is this pyrotechnics mm-hmm. where this huge bolt of lightning goes off yeah. in the back behind the stage. Yes, yes. Right? And it wakes you up. Well, <laughs> it was already the, 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 the sky was flickering. I mean, right. And all of a sudden, this big crack oh, of you, lightning. You thought it was we I, all thought it was real. real. And this mm-hmm. hysterical audience went dead silent. I mean, you could have heard a pin drop. Looking around, are you dead? We're Am like, I dead? Wait, are we dead? Wait, wait, what just happened here? And of course, you know, then the rest of it was called off. So yeah. we will never know what happened in Texas in the late 1800s now. Uh-huh. We'll never know. Because huh. we didn't see the last half. Well, now you got to camp there again next we summer. We have to go back. <laughs> so at any rate, it, that was uh, it. Was really fun. Yeah. Um, and it, it, we thought it would cool off the next day, but the next day I'd had a high of 107. Mm-hmm. So excited because I'm heading out, going home to Austin, which when I looked it up was going to be 108. That's right. 
It's been so hot here. It has been so stinking hot yeah. in Texas this week, but my office is air conditioned. I get one day here before I head out again. But you're going to Ohio next. I'm going to Sugar Creek, and it's Ohio. Going to be pleasant. Yes, I can't wait for the U Camp. Yeah. New Camps Rally. So fun. I hope I'm going to see some of you guys. Yeah. There. Yeah. So I was camping in Arkansas while you were camping at Paladuro. Yes. And Tell so, me about Arkansas. And uh, guys, you won't believe it, but the Ozarks is really green and lush and there's like rain every day. Some of it, we had, I think, six inches one day. Wow. It rained every day. Does it like day. rain all day like no, it does in Texas? No, no. It rained, you know, it generally started in, at, in the evening and it would rain till mid morning. And then, you know, I was up there because I wanted to ride a motorcycle around in the Ozarks. So, <laughs> Isn't and, it funny the things that we plan our vacations right, around? Right. So I w- I'm a beginner motorcycle rider and we were way up. It's not, it's not the Rocky Mountains, but it is, we were camping at 2,800 feet. And so getting up there is gravel roads where you uh-huh. have a mountain on one side and deep cliff on the other side. And it's all loose gravel. And now it's slick, muddy, loose gravel. So I waited for the roads to dry out a bit. And um, probably good because you have a brand new motorcycle. You I bought do. it the week before you went. I bought it two days before I went because it did, I finally came to the conclusion I w- didn't trust the one I had been planning on taking. <laughs> well, <laughs> but golly, I'm gonna man. I'm gonna go ride a motorcycle. So tell me again what motorcycle you bought. It's a 2022 Kawasaki KLX 300. It is not a big motorcycle. Uh-huh. It is not a powerful motorcycle, but it is a capable motorcycle. So it is a good beginner motorcycle. And good. it looks like a dirt bike with street legal lights and a plate. That's really what it is. It's a lightweight dirt bike that can move my heavy self around. Well, fun so. to play with in the Ozarks. Right. How was it? It was fantastic. I rode, I think if you total up all my riding time up there, I rode probably six, six and a half hours, which uh-huh. is pretty daggum good for someone uh-huh. who's in a location they've never been and doesn't ride that much and is just trying to figure it out. Yeah. So um, what'd you see that was amazing when you went riding on your motorcycle? Again, it's green up there. It's so yeah. much in the tall trees. They have tree. they do trees like, um, like they don't do in Texas, unless you're in certain pockets in East Texas or something like that. Right. Right. But it, but in East Texas, you have these tall trees like that, but everything around it isn't as lush and green. Like every single level in the Ozarks is this green because it rains so much. Wow. Um, you went to green. I went to brown. Yeah. And it's 20 degrees cooler at the elevation I was. And it was raining a bit every day. I saw extra- stretches of road that were just tree surrounded. It was wow. picturesque. And then I rode through these tiny little towns that had nothing seemingly going on. But you pass over some really old bridges. And I was like, uh-huh. no one's here with me. You know, my wife wasn't riding with me. No one was riding right. with me. So I'm like, I'm all alone, which is cool. But nobody else who went on this camping trip with me saw the things I got to see. Well, maybe you need to get Laura a motorcycle. I'm working on it. I'm all right. All right. Come <laughs> on, Laura. Time. Come on. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, it was fantastic. The kids got to have time with their cousins, aunts, and uncles, and their, their grandparents up there. Um, lots of board games because it was raining. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, we did a couple puzzles. Um, there was lots of drawing and art because kids are all kids about that. Kids do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very fun. Cooking outside. Um, it Poison ivy everywhere, y'all. Oh, goodness. So much poison ivy. Oh, goodness. Um, mosquitoes weren't that much of a problem. You always hear Ozarks mosquitoes. That wasn't much of a problem, but they did have quite a few gnats. Hmm. Um, and they were, you know, annoying. Yeah. 
fantastic campground, 10 out of 10, would do it again. And I will totally camp in the Ozarks, another location just to try it, but I'll Uh totally camp the Ozarks again, definitely. Well, I will totally camp at Paladuro again, Mm -hmm. go see the whole play. Yep. Um, But uh, I, I don't mind waiting a year. (laughs) <laughs> it was exhausting and it was hot yeah. it was just so hot yeah. next time i want to go where it's green isn't that amazing june yes. and it's so green and lush there yeah that's impressive it's the ozarks i and, guess it's what you should expect in the ozarks yeah. and, and and there is nothing quite like family time when you're camping right and this just campground like was a hundred percent no plugins and no campsite water if you're going to get you water, were boondocking right it was boondocking um it was a small campground so what was the name of it white rock mountain white rock mountain and so boy that sounds like you know they ought to be making homemade bread or right, something right right so there's some <laughs> good a brand overlooks. name of something i mean yeah yeah it seems like you know, probably some gins or something in the back of the woods <laughs> um good you're we could we could walk for two minutes from our campsite and be on the ozark hiking trail which is a massive trail system wow. that crosses the entire ozarks and it that's an amazing looking trail that made me start thinking this is something i want to do with my kids when they're in high school is yeah. maybe do a backtracking trail sort of thing kind of like an appalachian trail kind of yeah. event in yeah, the yogurt yeah i don't ozarks. think it's as well known but i think it's that kind of that kind of scale uh-huh. of, a, of a hiking trip so it, cool. it was something that kind of inspired the imagination creativity and it and it was a neat experience to be, have the trailer but to be completely off yeah. grid with it well we so. both had different adventures didn't we mm-hmm. and welcome home yeah same to you yeah yeah are you glad to be back uh, it's hot here. It, it is know, hot here. I, there are some, there are definite positives to being home. It's good to be getting back into the groove of things with maybe a little bit more pep in my step. Yeah. But I don't like coming home knowing that it's 107, 108 degrees. Well, and we, we're in a massive drought. Yes. Well, we have complained enough about that. That's There's hard. nothing we can do. Yeah, okay. So we just need water to drink plenty of water. Tears. That's right. <laughs> and and wait it out. We yeah. just need to wait it out. We've got another week, they say. All the so, droughts I've ever been in have always broken. Yeah. It so hasn't. It, it will not be 107 <laughs> forever. Yeah. I want a but tropical it will depression. Be for now. I, want a few, I want two tropical depressions. I don't need something a big tropical storm do we, we get hurricanes i don't need a hurricane i just need a depression I just... uh, a depression would raise my mood <laughs> <laughs> lift my spirits <laughs> okay moving on folks all right so um so here in a second we're going to go into an interview with um remind me his name gary is gary. coming by mm-hmm. yes so so we're going to see something we hadn't seen before this is kind of a drop-in yeah gary is with Ross Monster Overland. Now, there's another company. It's Ross Monster Vans. It's the same people, but they started with Vans, but now they're making straight up overlanding stuff. Yeah. I'm pretty excited to see what it's like to Mm -hmm. chat with them, hear about it all. Um, I'll have all the dumb questions and you can talk about all the techie stuff. How's that? Uh, Fair. All right. Well, I tell you what, I see that he is coming in now. So let's grab him and have a conversation. Awesome. Let's do this. PJ, I think this is our, uh, our surprise interview segment. 
uh, for this week. I don't even know what's going on. I showed up from being away for seven days in Arkansas. You show up from being in the cauldron of Paladuro Canyon in 100 plus degree weather. And I wasn't expecting you here. And who who is this? This is not Lindsay. No, Lindsay is not here, but I love surprises. I love them. Okay, well, who are you? Gary Smith from Ross Monster Overland. Ross Monster Overland. Is this like a swamp thing or what kind of monster are we talking? It is. It's an overland vehicle. Okay. All right. So, PJ, did you invite this guy? No. (laughs) Are you kidding? My friends are not this cool. I don't need no imitations. Okay. Yeah, he just wandered in. I don't know. You know, we have a sign on the road still, so that must be it. Okay. So can you, can you tell me about this Ross Monster Overland? Because... I did venture outside and I saw it for the first time with my eyes before seeing a website or anything. Tell me about it. Pay me a, a word picture. It is <clears throat> it is an overland vehicle designed mm-hmm. for people who want to get away from everything and live off the grid for a period a short period of time. What makes a vehicle capable of that? Solar panels, um, like the dinky one drive. I got from Amazon, like the dinky one from Amazon, only larger. Oh, so much more of it. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Four wheel um, drive. Four wheel drive. Uh, diesel. Um, it's got an articulating top, so you can actually travel to where you need to go with uh, somewhat ease and more streamlined. And then when you get to your going where you're at, it'll lift up the top, gives you okay. luxury inside, so you can get away from it all. PJ, if you were to to describe this thing, looking at it from the outside, what does it look like to you? Yeah. Hmm. It looks like a one-piece truck camper. Okay. It looks like a very clean, modern Earth Roamer. Okay. To me. Okay, yeah. And and Earth Roamer's a known name. You guys have been in business for how long? Since 2015. Okay, so... I would say that's still pretty fresh to the scene. Oh, absolutely. And and you're out of where? Where do you build these things? We are in Colorado, the heart of overlanding. Uh, that's true. That's, that's absolutely In Longmont. In Longmont. Mm-hmm. Just north of Denver. Okay, so I'm... And here I am telling your story Thank like you. I know something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can we start at the beginning? I want to know, 2015, what the heck happened to say... Yeah. Why don't we build something? Yeah, what is, what is the genesis story here? A group here? of guys got together. Some of them are carpenters. Some of them are electricians. Some of them are designers. Uh, they're all really cool guys that love the outdoors and said, let's let's do something for a real overland vehicle using minivans. Were they already kind of doing overlanding themselves? And they're like, oh, let's absolutely. make our own? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Exactly right. And so they've got uh, Sprinter vans, Mercedes, and they start doing custom work overlanding for individuals and it has just uh we have a cult following in colorado Mm -hmm. in the in the mountains area and we came out with one uh, really for two reasons number one the the mercedes sprinter vans and stuff are getting harder to get Mm -hmm. harder to come by and trucks are just not you can get a diesel truck uh, pretty easily and they're very off-road capable especially if you put a lift on them and some larger tires and so uh, they decided, let's design one. Uh, we call it the Baja. And uh, let's design one that'll go overland and we'll put it on the back of a truck. And that's exactly what they did. 
Okay, so what I'm definitely going to have to do for the video watchers of this podcast, audio, audio, hop on over to our YouTube channel eventually and take a look. But on the video, I'm going to put some uh, screenshots or whatever of this thing. But if I go out there, I see uh, uh, this particular build is on a Ford F-350 Correct. diesel Yep. And and it doesn't have a truck bed where where the truck bed would be. It's the camper is yep. a camper and it's all molded fiberglass. It's, a, it's resin infused. Resin composite. Infused. OK, yep. resin infused composite. That sounds so high tech. I know it. I know. And the thing about it is that it's so lightweight, lightweight, and very sturdy. strong. Yeah. Yes. Very durable. Yes. Now, when you're describing the articulating part, it's kind of like what we've seen in truck campers where where you have some pop up truck campers, Mm -hmm. except for this is all hard sided. Correct. And it has a lift system. So it's a push of a button. And this thing just goes on up. Yeah. Almost dead silent. It's almost like a shoebox. You know how a shoebox fits over the lower part. It lifts off of that Mm -hmm. goes up. Uh, again, it's all insulated, yeah. so there's no no canvas involved, no cold right. can come in. It's all sure. hard-sided. Now, if you guys are familiar with the Alaskan truck camper, which was a staple in the, what I would consider off-road the original and overland. off-road series, yeah. Way back when, mm-hmm. you know, then that is what this is. It is a hard shell uh with a pop-up, That's a correct. hard shell pop-up. Um, there yeah. have been a lot of others that have tried a pop-up with little panels that fold canvas up. Panels okay. st- yep. Or a hard side that folds into where the canvas would be. Okay, that sounds like an A-liner to me. Uh, well, kind of like an A-liner, but there's yeah. pop-up truck campers like that. Okay. There's been a lot of different versions. Uh, four-wheel has done some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this is super slick because the top is a molded one piece. Mm-hmm. The bottom is a molded one piece. It's part of your truck. Sure. You push a button and it simply expands. So impressed with the look of it mm-hmm. and the function. Mm-hmm. Um, my first question to you was, what's the lift system? Yeah. Because that's the scariest part for most people. If right. the top doesn't go up, first of all, guys, if the top doesn't go up, I stood inside this and it's got to be five foot four or so yeah, on the inside. Five and a half sure. the top down. And yeah. that's with the top down. So I was <laughs> fine. And I stood in it with the top up. <laughs> and, and Clint was not. But once you push the button, the top goes fine. up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that is something that everybody who sees an operation like that is going to want to be sure that it's really dependable. Mm-hmm. So first question, on a Baja, do you have problems with that, with the roof lifting? I mean, We have not. It's a pretty simple system. It's nothing, you know, uh, over-engineered or rocket science. So it's just uh-huh. a, uh, simply a lift. And all the all the uh, rods that lift it go up at one time. So Wow. Do you know how much it weighs? How much the roof weighs? No, I don't. But I can uh, definitely find that out That's for all right. Yeah. That's one of the concerns that I think everybody has. Because if that roof is heavy, mm-hmm. then lifting it up is a is a strain right is there a, w- a manual way around it um there is not a manual way around it um however uh we haven't had any issues with the with the lift system whatsoever i'm just trying so. to make a problem oh, that I isn't know. there <laughs> <laughs> who is this lady <laughs> i work for her yeah i recognize her well i you know that i'm just thinking like a customer that's sure. going to be the first thought yeah but if you can rattle this around going mm-hmm. off road yep. and you don't have any lift problems 
that's impressive. That's great design. Yeah, we uh, we've we've tested the prototypes uh, through through everything. Uh, departure angles, uh, approach angles are really great for the truck. You don't drag the drag the camper in the back or mm-hmm. anything. You don't dig into the front going up a hill. Mm-hmm. So it's really off road worthy. Yeah. So uh, what you looked at the lift system and all that you because you've dealt with truck camper lift systems for a mm-hmm. while. You've also you you can kind of in the same ballpark, say slide systems. You always want to know what the mm-hmm. slide mechanism mm-hmm. is on a slide trailer. Um, I looked in and I was like, well, they they tout these things as being off grid overlanding capable. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, where's the battery bank? Let me go see this battery bank and let me see what system is in there. So we lifted up where the batteries and the system is. It's a full on Victron suite. Every, yes. if, it's, if it's a Victron product, it's probably in this thing, which means that you can look at all the levels and charging and all that through apps on your phone mm-hmm. and control it. And this thing has how many amp hours of lithium ion in it right now? 600 amp hours of batteries. Uh, the array, the solar array is 600. Uh-huh. Um, it's got a 3000 inverter. 3000 watt inverter. Okay. Yep. Uh, you've which also, means you can. You, oh, you can run air conditioning, everything in there for days. Yes. Um, so for those of you who are falling asleep because all the techie talk isn't interesting. <laughs> no one's falling asleep. It's techie talk. Techie yeah. talk time. Well, y'all techie talk all you want. It's like Ricky Ticky Tavi with got the techie a whole talk bunch time. of them solar panels on there. <laughs> <laughs> they goes in here. They work real. <laughs> they work real good. They work real good, and and they'll just keep everything running. Yeah. Well, but that's what people want to know, though. I mean, all I want to know. Uh, all right, look. Let's face it. One hundred and nine, where you were yesterday in Texas, mm-hmm. right? It'll be only one hundred and four today. Oh. So hey. We're going in the right direction. Just open a window, you're fine. Yeah, you might be fine. (laughs) I would die. So the question is, the AC really does run on this thing off the grid. Uh, We pulled in to New Bronzefuls at an area that was in, it had no shade whatsoever. Uh, So it was deathly hot. We decided let's turn on the air conditioner. At least Mm -hmm. we have a a place to go in and cool off Mm -hmm. for a little while. So I put that on at about 7.30 in the morning when it was only 94. Right. I think it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so we put that on. It started cooling down. It was a nice refuge. And I thought, well, I'll keep an eye on the battery bank just to make sure everything's okay. Because it was not in eco mode. It was on full blast. Sure, sure. Hey, well, it it's, 94. Hey, exactly. <laughs> it's 94. It's so 94. Which could, means it was 104 inside left, their trailer. We left that running and it was quite comfortable inside. I think I put it at 72. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And, um, That's nice. So it was nice inside. I kept looking at the battery bank. It just wasn't going down much at all. Solar was still feeding it. The solar panel. Yeah, the solar was still working. The system was doing what it was. It was keeping Uh up. And at 730 when we left, uh, we were down right at about 50%. Uh, of battery capacity, but that had stayed on the entire, I guess, 12 hours. That's a very rigorous test. It was. So in a lot of other camping scenarios, that's proving that it will be more than capable. Yes. Uh, well, the only thing that, that concerned me was the amount of condensation because of the humidity. Oh, yeah. It was flowing water. Sure. From the top. <laughs> sure. Yeah. sure. You had a river it running was, off the top. It was a river yeah. off the top. Mm-hmm. It was a waterfall in itself. Yeah. So. 
Well, so the off-road experience of that's right. (laughs) People like waterfalls. That is like a spritzer. Yeah, Yeah. people pay for that to Uh kind of put them to sleep at night, having the water running off, and it's free, (laughs) right? The ambiance is free. But if you go, I mean, if you go off-road, as long as you're not in the redwood forest and you have solar, then you've got twelve hours. Mm -hmm. But if you do drive into the redwoods. How long do you think you would have without solar replenishing it? Six, eight hours? I would think probably between four and six hours at full full blast, uh, being conservative. Um, I mean, if you put it on eco mode and maybe not, you know, made it 75 or 78 inside there, you might get a little more. But But you still have other options. You can still... Yes, it's not on a diesel truck platform. You oh, can yeah. You turn can on let the that, truck. Yep. Diesel runs at idle and, and doesn't burn much gas. And it, mm-hmm. it does have a 100 watt inverter. So right. it'll charge those batteries just by running your diesel. Or you can plug into a portable inverter generator. Exactly. So you still have a lot of options mm-hmm. here okay. on, on how to extend your stay. Your Yeah. Your off grid stay. Yeah. I can do without everything. But all I need is I need it to cool off at night so I can sleep. Enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we hear that all the time Absolutely. Absolutely. in Texas. Maybe not so much in Colorado because they're no. going to be off-roading We're in the mountains. We're in 40 degrees and, at night. So yeah, and yeah. it cools off at night. But here in Texas, man, yeah. uh, there are times that it cools off to maybe 90 no, at I pulled night. No, I pulled into Abilene at 1130 uh, Thursday night of last week, and it was 102 mm-hmm. at 1130 at night. Crazy, and, huh? Yeah, I said this is this is hot, and I did the same thing. I just turned it on and cooled it down to where it was comfortable. It also has two max air fans too, and that helps initiate. That's that not cool. a big space for two fans, so that's uh, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, wow, good. Yeah, air you got flow. one over. There's two beds in it. One is a dinette that goes into a bed, and the right. other is a full queen bed up top. Both of them are just above the bed have the max fan. We're talking specifically about the one that you brought to show us. Correct. It's on a long bed platform. Mm-hmm. You also have a few configurations that are short bed platform. Mm-hmm. Um, what what kind of things can people expect? You know, you brought a fully featured one correct for us to see what's uh, what's that mean what's full featured for you guys um our expedition package is our only option really uh and that includes uh custom-made front and rear bumpers on uh, the vehicle on the vehicle uh-huh. and then a winch a twelve thousand pound worn winch uh, we have molly panels in the back so you can put your uh skis back there sure. your mountain bikes uh, whatever you want to hook Okay. Yeah, put in the back. Um, it also includes um, the awning, which is a 13-foot awning. Right. Um, but I think that's on the standard model also. Hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's that's about it. What truck plant platforms do you guys work with? Just about anything. Uh, we, we prefer the Ford simply because it's easier for us to get. Uh-huh. Um, but we can get anything. The Chevrolet, 3500. Uh, uh-huh. We do put them on one-ton vehicles. Um, and then we also have the Dodge that we work with, also, which is I know your favorite PJ. Oh. <laughs> now you're gonna put, now you're gonna put me on the spot on air. And she does own one. Yes, we <laughs> have the 1500 that I tow with, and yeah. and it it, uh, it it tows it just fine. It just isn't the most stable truck, but. It's the most comfortable, and it has the biggest screen for my husband's bad eyes. So, oh, yeah. you know, it's got some perks. Well, there's it's just this, not my favorite. This, I love my that, half ton Ram. It was the it oh, was yeah, a it's fantastic. Right. You got one too? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I used to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yours oh, wasn't Steve, built for towing. No. Yeah, Steve has one. Yeah, we no. do have some here. No, I I loved it. It was a fantastic urban 
truck at a half ton coil springs the thing drove fantastic it didn't tow as good as i wanted which is why i'm in an in a ford right now is because it just towed in a half ton range well you know in those coil springs you you get what you ask for you get a beautiful ride a great urban truck Right. right Yeah, you just get a little less. Oh, the creature features trade-offs. Yeah, yeah sure. there is certainly trade-offs. So, but the well, cabin was, is fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it's it's awesome. That part I love. Yeah, and since I'm normally the passenger when I'm in that truck, yeah, sure. I got no issues. Sure, it's all right. All right, so so take us again back to Colorado where you guys are building these things. Kind yeah. of tell, get us our minds wrapped around the type of people who make oh. your product. <laughs> what, what was that noise? I don't know oh, if is, I like this that is noise. Quite the group, <laughs> quite the outdoors group. If you can pull Ross from Ross Monster away from fly fishing and and Luke, the co-founder, away from whitewater rafting, uh, you can probably get some work done. But they uh, they love their outdoors. Okay. Um, there's um, there's probably guys up there with uh, three thousand dollar. Uh, vehicles and eight thousand dollar mountain bikes. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah. So it's that type of group. That's that's a commitment level. You know, you can tell whenever. Okay, you you drive a beater so you can enjoy life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colorado is a very unique place. The people love being outdoors, and it's more conducive to being outdoors. We yeah, don't have is. the hundred and four degrees that we get right. up here. Um, right. And uh, I think I called home last night and they were like, oh, my God, it's so hot today. It's, it, you know, we're at 78. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we would kill for 78. Yeah. Now, Denver, 78. I did, I did, uh, I think Denver was 98 yesterday. So it's a, oh, heat, wow. it's a heat wave through Denver right now. But Denver does reach the 100 sometimes. But it up does, in the mountains, we just, we just don't. Well, it's sure. surrounded by mountains. So it's kind of that little, yeah, it's a little pocket dip in of heat. there. Yeah. So it, it heats up if it doesn't get the breeze going in the yeah, right and direction. it's close enough to Kansas where the... the oh, heat. don't bring up Kansas. <laughs> we have a thing about Kansas on this podcast. I don't know how it started. Is but. it true that the Denver International Airport, because I've flown in and out of it a few times, is built in the most tornado-prone portion mm-hmm. of the state? It's mm-hmm. like, you're, we're just asking for it. And not only are they asking for it, but they have a canvas roof. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? It's a, what? The roof is canvas. It's a beautiful airport. It is, but it's wow. like, I'm in danger. <laughs> Yeah, there's no uh, no tornado shelters into the canvas. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. The roof is canvas. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, you know, it's worth it. Take your life in your hands and fly into Denver. Mm, that's right. It's better than Aspen where you drop in from, from 30,000 feet straight down. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so so you guys have been building since uh, you said 2015. Yeah, we started doing the uh, the minivans, the monster truck minivans. Sure, RossMonsterVans.com. So minivans doesn't sound it very doesn't, yeah, off road. Sounds very soccer. It's it like a Chrysler Town and Country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we had the caravan. <laughs> but I tell you what, I've seen pictures. They are super cool vans. Yeah, they're good off road vehicles. Also. Yeah. yeah, yeah, super cool. Where have where have your customers been taking these things? Everywhere. And, and From do Alaska, they, do they feed, Canada. Feed you back some photos and, and all Every that Every now and then they do. But people buy these to get away from other people. Sure. And that's what they do. They don't. So we're not going to find the majority of your customers living on social media. No. no okay. No. These are people that really like to get away and uh, go to extreme places. You run up to a little 
little uh, ice melt waterfall yeah. at 14,000 feet and camp with yourself and your two dogs. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, oh, man. That's what this is oh, all about. Sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it does, doesn't it? It does. It, it, you know, and I just got back from the Ozarks where I got just a little touch of that because yeah. we were we were in a camping situation. Where there was no power and no water, you know, walk to get your water source mm-hmm. situation. Did you have cell service? Uh, we did have cell service. Um, I don't know where I'd have to be because those arcs are, you know, there's little populations all over in those arcs. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's pretty good coverage up there. Yeah. But I think it's a good run at it at that type of camping for my kids, you know, get them started. Heck I didn't yeah. get started that way. I camped. I think if I remember correctly, I camped in a tent growing up and this is all the camping I did. Maybe I can remember five times total before college. Mm. And so I didn't have those experiences. So I'm going to get those kids out there. Let's do yeah. this. So, yeah, you're talking about going places. It's kind of the dream. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. I, I talked to my brother who lives in Houston and he and his wife go camping. But what their idea of camping is anything under $149 hotel. Uh-huh. So that's <laughs> right. That's their idea of camping. Oh, that's just scary. <laughs> that's not camping. Camping is a whole lot safer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't it, though? Isn't it, though? <laughs> a whole lot safer. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, the Baja is a fun rig. Uh, it has a pass through from the cabin area into mm-hmm. into the uh, into the camping Similar area. Similar to a class. What is it? C? Yep, Class C. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Similar yeah, to yeah. that. You can walk from where you sit driving into the back and get a drink or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it's nice because you can take your dogs and they can go sleep in the back sure. cushions and sleep on the floor. You don't have to have them all piled on your lap and stuff. So it's uh, it's very off-road, overland, user-friendly. You know, there's all kinds of categories in the RV world. There's the Class A, which is the big motorhomes. Mm-hmm. There's the B vans, mm-hmm. B which and is B plus. Yeah. and B plus, which is kind of where you started building a van. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's truck campers. Yeah, this is definitely I would classify it as a Class C, and but a, a Class C on steroids. I don't know that it's a a Class C is generally a big. You know, kind of a motorhome with a big overhead bed mm-hmm. above the cab. And you certainly got that, but it's more of a van size. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a van size Class C, but yeah. Class C is so family oriented. I can park it this. It just doesn't. I went to HEB uh, right down the street from where you guys are. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was pretty full. It was on a Sunday. And uh, I can pull this into just any a regular spot. A regular parking space. Yeah, because its footprint is just a, just a slightly, truck. It's slightly Long longer than, than a regular Ford yeah. truck. Which we have parking spaces for those around mm-hmm. in here in Texas. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so it's like a truck camper, only it's... On steroids. One piece, <laughs> off-road capable. Correct. And... I mean, I just can't stress enough. It looks so super cool on yeah. the outside. Yeah, you feel like a rock star driving down the you road. You do. Yeah. You do. All the thumbs up you get and you stop for gas and it guaranteed 30 striking. minutes of talking about it. So. Yeah. It and looks striking from from the get-go, just just standard. But mm-hmm. I can see someone going, ooh, that is begging for a vinyl wrap. Oh, I was yeah. about to say, yeah. yeah, you put a wrap on it. Man, how cool would that be? Yeah. I would save up money to do that <laughs> if, if it were mine. So, well, 
Well, it, it can be. It can be. It, but it can be. What's it, what's it going to take today to put you yeah. Oh, so very much. <laughs> uh, I got I got kids. <laughs> well, it, that begs the question, you know, let's talk. I, I know that Clint will hate this uh, and he may edit it out. But just in case he doesn't, roundabout pricing on these guys. There, if you put a bunch of options on it, you're looking at about between 225 and 250. Okay. And that's the majority of that is the dadgum truck right now. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Diesel, four wheel drive, crew cab. Because you, you go get a brand new truck that's correct to build this on top of and it's not a basic truck it is a one ton yep diesel four by four that's right um and so that's your starting point yep and then those big custom bumpers Mm -hmm. yeah the winches the bigger tires off-road aluminum wheels Mm -hmm. yeah okay here's the next question what's it like to drive i you know it it's still even with the top that comes down Mm -hmm. so it it lowers your center of gravity. It's more streamlined for sure. You know what? I'll distract him. You go joyride it real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Would you? (laughs) It's really, it's no different than just driving a regular truck. If anything, it's a little bit better um, because I don't think our whole camper weighs as much as the regular bed on a, on the truck with all the metal. Uh, again, this is a composite, really? so it's very lightweight. I think uh, that would mess with me. After having driven around with some fairly heavy, sizable truck campers, standard build and all that, mm-hmm. I think that would mess with me because I would know that I have this mass that takes up the same space. Oh, you really get used to it. As a you, truck camper? No, you just don't even notice it. And, mm. you know, it doesn't, it's not any higher than a normal truck. So you don't have to worry about mm-hmm. pulling the McDonald's into their drive through or anything else. And it makes it pretty simple. Man, wow. you know, it's the fact that it lowers down to a more streamlined mode is makes all the difference. You're not, you're not having a big camper in the back of your truck. Not bucking the wind. Exactly. Yeah. You're not fighting the headwind all the time. So you're going to loan me one of these to Absol- try out. Absolutely right? not. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had to ask, all right? It's worth a shot. Hey, since he wasn't going to buy one, I, you know, I thought I'd try. Uh, well, yeah, we'll Not come yet. down to the level where he would find a yes. Yeah. So, uh, so here's here's an, another question. What are, what are you doing? Because you guys sell these things, have been selling them right out of Colorado. Where, Correct. Why are you visiting us? We are not selling direct anymore. We are going to go through dealers because okay. the dealers know their clientele. Uh, we don't have to have someone fly all the way out to take a look at one in in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if they have to make a bet, uh, I mean, purchase, they go back home and then they have to come out and check it out. So this is all going to be done through the dealers. And and uh, Princess, I think, is a great yeah. fit uh, with yeah. you guys in the overlanding that you're already doing. It's just a great Princess marriage. Craft. Princess I'm gonna Craft. I'm going to jump in there. Princess Craft. Craft. We are not princess. That would be me. That would, <laughs> <laughs> Princess Craft. There's but one. Princess Craft RV. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, I think it's a great fit. You're already doing off-road uh, overland trailers. Uh-huh. Uh, this is just a, a glorified, you know, it's already it's already got the uh, chassis on it, so it's ready to go. I think you guys, you guys are all, you just got back from hiking. You're in Ozarks. Ozarks yeah. Yeah. This is a great fit. We like being a dealership that actually has people inside the walls who go outside the walls. Walk to walk and talk to and, talk. And camp. Uh, Steve, yeah. you were talking to him earlier. Mm-hmm. He, he goes on uh, canoeing trips. It, 
annually and and it's usually a week-long trip so they're ca- canoe camping and mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah and he's got a peloton and he's got a peloton <laughs> so, so well that just means he's cool or he yeah. thinks he's yeah. cool okay yeah. that means he has a subscription <laughs> but i will tell you i have eaten some of the things he's cooked on that peloton and wait 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 he cooks yeah. on his bike yeah he cooks on a Peloton? Oh, a Peloton. <laughs> totally. I thought you were... What's he talking about? Uh, the Peloton is a bike. I don't know I what you're that. talking about. Yeah. Blackstone? Yes. No, Scott? he has the, uh, like the, what is the cook thing? The green egg? Yeah, he's, I think I he's got a green I don't egg I don't know. I can vouch else. for Steve cooking because Steve is a fantastic cook. I just don't see him doing it while riding his Peloton. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. no. Well, yeah, it's, it's all done on your phone anyway, half the time. I mean, we're all about the gadgets, Oh, one right? of those, uh, those sous chef things. See? Now, you're, yeah, now you're talking. He calls it a sous vide? Is it a sous vide? I don't know. I don't know. No, I'll look it up. I if I find it, I'll put it on the video. We have a lot of those in Colorado. I'm hungry. Does that help any the here? The there's, a, there's a lot of people who are baked in Colorado. <laughs> right, right now. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a ton of fun with uh, working with all the off-road people that we have here. And we are, like so many people, we're kind of on the edge of it a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And we're learning. We're learning more about it. We're learning mm-hmm. how to do it. Uh, we get excited seeing some of the things that are out there, what they can do. And um, I think we'll all be doing a little bit more of that. And the technology is really stepping It's arriving, forward. yeah. It's I mean, there. every week we are installing solar mm-hmm. and lithium and power sources and, and uh, charging systems and you name mm-hmm. it. Literally every week, someone comes in and wants something. And some of the systems we put in are $2,500. Some of them are ten or $15,000, mm-hmm. right. um, depending on what they want done. Yeah, uh, It's super fun what's available out there. Yeah, I, I when the first thing I uh, was asked, you know, does it have an air conditioner? When I was coming to Texas, oh, That's does right. it have an air conditioner? Yeah. I, it's and then, uh, so, yeah, plus we've got solar panels. Oh, but you have to plug in for the air conditioner. No. They're like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Right. You know, that's really nice to be able to go off off the beaten path. You're not plugged in anywhere. You don't have cell service and you can still be comfortable. Yep. Yep. And we used to tell people and not too long ago, we would say, yeah, but you need a bank of batteries and a bank of solar. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, really three batteries. Just not yeah. practical. Yeah. But well, now it is practical. This thing arrives with that, with mm-hmm. it, with the, the power right. capacity. That's right. And with the solar, the charging mm-hmm. capacity, yes. it just shows up with it all. Yeah. Well, if you want a nice, comfortable off grid vehicle, it has to have that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And have, the, have, have the capability of pulling your boat or your side by side. And yep. and that's what right. the diesel does. Plenty of power. Yeah. Well, Love I am it. super, super excited. Yeah. Um, tell me, you guys sell three products right now. Is that correct? That's correct. Can you just review those three products that you guys sell? We've been doing the minivans uh, for quite some time and have a great reputation for building a a stellar off-road vehicle minivan. That uh, website is Ross Monster Ross Vans. Monster, uh, Ross Monster Vans and then 
Ross Monster Overland. Okay. Um, it's kind of hard the to say, Ross Monster. <laughs> <laughs> Ross Monster. We need an acronym. <laughs> I know. RMO. Um, there you go. So we do uh, we do the Baja, and we do it in a short short bed version and the long bed version. Okay. And we also do a Lacombe, which is a kind of like an RTT hardtop. Rooftop tent, folks. Oh, a rooftop tent, but without the canvas. It's mm-hmm. all hard-sided. I've seen I've seen online since you showed it to me just a little bit ago that it's uh, once it's popped up, which is an easy system. Mm-hmm. It's like you said, hard sided, but the windows, it's like, yeah, you're you're your front, your front, your back windows are plexi. Yeah. So you have complete view and and plus you can leave them up if you want them up. Sure. Just, so get, you have the flow the through ventilation. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they have a, a max air vent over that also. It doesn't sure. have air conditioning, but it does have the max air vent. So it's more for the Gladiator Tundra F-150 guy that, that wants to go off road. Sure, sure. We'll tell Cody. That's his thing. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We have a little bit of everything here at Princess Craft, right? <laughs> All of us are trying our own different ways of camping. <laughs> but, right. but as a group, our ways of camping are getting further and further off grid. Yeah. over time that's true which yeah. is probably happening to a lot of people yeah i don't even find going to an rv park at, at all entertaining if i want to be next door uh, to somebody you know that's not that's I, not my idea I of camping not tell you how many people we have here that come to buy and they they have never camped mm-hmm. they've never camped outside of an RV park for mm-hmm. sure, or they've mm-hmm. camped a few times, but they've never been off the grid, but they want something that has that possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we say, okay, well, do you have plans? No, we don't even know how to do it, but we want to be able to try it. Yeah. DJ, why don't we have a tip uh, trip planner here? Let's hire someone who can help people plan their trips. Yeah, just give them dispersed camping areas and yeah. say, here, here's yeah, where you go. And What do you really want to do? We have someone who can help you make those plans. Yeah. Get right what, on that. Clint. What area are oh. you going to? And this is this is where the dispersed camping is. We have an app. That is not Texas. Uh, yeah, there's dispersed camping in Texas. It's not. It's mm-hmm. not. Not at the not at the uh, Arkansas availability. There is, yes, there is. Yeah, but the availability isn't what I would love to see. Yeah. So. Well, I camped next to um, some folks from Dripping Springs, uh-huh. um, and they had uh, like five acres, and they had a couple of hookups, and one of them's kind of away, one's next to the house kind of thing. So they were having people just come camp sure. as they came through, and they said they had to quit for the summer. Campers were just too high maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, yeah. okay, well, we really do need to help campers get more comfortable like cody was talking earlier he comes to our rallies that we have Mm -hmm. we have three rallies a year and a lot of that is just helping people understand their equipment and what they have and most of their equipment is not that high tech right but they're just not sure of the availability um the off-road crowd is the opposite end of the spectrum Mm. they dream them a thousand things they they want it to do everything you know and be able to go anywhere and then they then they come in 
excuse me, then they come in. My microphone. To, I know, <laughs> I know. I just, my hands go everywhere. But then they come into the market and they know all the techie stuff. They want it all in one place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's your market. We see the other side so much of the time. Mm-hmm. They want to be that guy, but they don't know how. Mm-hmm. So uh, a few more off-grid campouts where we just tell people, you don't have to know what you're doing. Come join us. Okay. We've done it before. Yeah. That's what we need to do. I think that's a great idea. Give people an opportunity to see all the different gear that's out there and how to use it. And they may realize I, I've got to have that. Sure. I've got to have that piece of gear. Sure. That's right. Yeah. Or just the very basics. What can my gear do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it is it will only do a fraction of what your gear can do. But it's still it's enough to get out there. Absolutely. So yeah. dip your toes in the water. And I, I guess because I get the feeling we might be wrapping up. I want to say something about the interior. Oh, yeah. Okay? Oh, that's true. Yeah, we haven't really touched on that. The interior, (laughs) first of all, it is an Overland-style vehicle on the inside. So it's very utilitarian, Hmm. but very impressed with the style and the feel of it. It It's not cold. It's not cold. It has has some character and personality. And it feels like uh, kind of high-end utilitarian it's, it's luxury there's you some know? luxury in there it yeah. does you've got a nice big uh induction mm-hmm. oven mm-hmm. uh stove top, stove top. Mm-hmm. sorry my words are all mixed up today. that's okay you were you were in a very hot <laughs> camping situation for a yeah. whole week you're, you you're just you're just giving some. me excuses i you know i have had two cups of coffee i got nothing i'm just tongue-tied today and brain-tied apparently so but i really loved around the back of it is a big u-shaped dinette it's super comfortable you've got a lagoon table that swivels all around lots of windows the windows on the side that memory foam mattress Mm -hmm. that thing was fantastic yes it's very comfortable mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the panels on the side are a fabric and before you panic it is a very durable fabric that mm-hmm. cleans. It's always the first thing I ask about. But there isn't a whole lot of metal sticking out. It's just well covered, well finished. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's overdone um, at all, but it's just, uh, it's what you need and nothing more. Yeah, but it feels, it feels nice. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like you are rudimentary camping. Right. And now for the kind of money that you pay for this rig, a lot of that is going towards the high-tech gear in mm-hmm. it. But to have the finish out be nice and clean and the colors, there are a few choices of colors. And I am telling you, it's just impressive to see how pretty and I will use the word pretty. It is a pretty camper. (laughs) I will. Uh, It's gorgeous. I I was really impressed. Um, The wood slats that you put on the bottom of the shower, Mm -hmm. the composting toilet in there. I mean, it's usable. It's clean. Don't forget that vent's going outside, too. So that that really helps. Yes, Mm -hmm. all venting outside. Especially if you're you're with Clint. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm not camping in the same camper with Clint. Um, We have camped. We have camped in an alley behind the building all in a row, but mm-hmm. he has his own camper. Yeah, that's right. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, very, it, it, I'm very impressed. Thank you. I just have to tell you that part was impressive. And I know most people are going to be interested in all the gear and the, mm-hmm. the whiz bang things yeah. that it does. And, you know, the roto packs attached to the back mm-hmm. and, you know, the fold down table on the side, all these things, Yeah, the max tracks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the inside, 
I was impressed. Very comfortable. Yes. Yeah. And it's very comfortable, yeah. very mm-hmm. spacious. When it's popped up to the highest height, how tall is it? I think it's seven one. Seven over seven feet tall, mm-hmm. and that's probably part of the reason why it felt so comfortable so in there. So roomy in there, yeah. Yes, it's, it's not claustrophobic at all. No, it yeah. is not. So, I don't know. Just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, you got the nice sink. I, I, it's just a good space. Can I? Can I? I mean. Please do. Ask a question. Can we stop you? No. Just saying. <laughs> is there is there anything behind? Because it's Ross Monster. What's behind? I mean, I get the Ross. That's his name. But what's the monster? How did this come about? That you, is, is there a story there? The co-owner is Luke. Is he the monster? He is. <laughs> um, Ross is the Ross Monster. It is. And I, I'm sorry that I don't know it right now. It's on our website. It's actually Swedish. And it means something. And actually, the... M-O-N, the N, I think, has two dots. Right, it does, it does, yeah. yes. And um, and the same with their other Lacombe. Uh, it's it's yeah. Swedish, and I, I think it means, I don't know, something to be out there. Or, I'll look it up. Yeah. yeah, please do. It's on our website. So is Ross, is Ross Swedish? I don't know. That's funny because our Vorsheer Overland trailer is, it, they're playing off of Nordic imagery and all that for their name Vorshir uh-huh. and and here you have monster, monster. yeah which is, monster. Which is Nordic Ross being Swedish monster. and all that yeah so and I like all of them because I'm Swedish so well what? if it had been from Texas we would have called it Ross barbecue and it just <laughs> I have Ross a feeling Ross, somewhere in Texas it was it's probably <laughs> take you overland it just it didn't <laughs> <RBO>. ring <laughs> Just isn't the same. It's not the same. It just doesn't create that. Well, a monster has to be has to be relatable. But I mean, what a what a great name for an Overland vehicle. Exactly, right. Ross Monster. Yeah. Monster. It feels like you're attacking it. Somebody's it's like, it's I'm just going a, into the woods, yeah. big going and up a mountain, hefty and mean, and <laughs> yeah. And it has an air conditioner, therefore nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice, nice monster. Nice, cool, ventilated monster. <laughs> We're going to call it the Ross Coolster. <laughs> New products always available. That's right. I so. bet that name isn't taken. Yeah, I bet yeah. it's not. <laughs> Might do well in Texas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool monster. Ross Cool Monster. That's not bad. There you go. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, PJ, any more questions? Oh, gosh, I have so many. So but many. I think we have bored everyone to tears because the questions I would now ask no one else cares about no. we're going to see these showing up here at Princess Craft not, not this one that you're, you're traveling no, no, around no, with but uh, I'm going to say probably around the fall time you're going to you're going to experience the overland okay the Ross monster okay which if it's here Ooh, soon he enough he is going to lend me one well if, if it's here soon enough we are hoping to make a showing at the Texas Avid Outdoors Festival. Oh, we'll be there for sure. We'll be there so. for sure. And that's in September? Last weekend of September. It's that weekend that bridges September and October. Yes. Yeah, you'll so. have one. And this okay. is 2022 for yes. those of you who are listening sometime in the future. Right. So um, there is another one you said Tennessee? coming up in Tennessee. Yeah, that's another expo. And I'll have to get you the dates. Is that exact location Overland East? Or uh-huh. Is that that one? Yeah. Okay. And you guys will be there as well. Yes. All yeah, right. We've already committed to that. We committed. We just finished Arizona. And uh-huh. that one's over. And that was spectacular. Oh, it's always spectacular yeah. out there. Yeah. Very good. Cool. Cool. All right. So well, we'll, we'll have that in the show notes for everybody. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, thanks so much for joining us. And, and because yeah, you didn't you didn't expect us to bust out the camera. I'm and the having fun with this microphone. So. Well, we didn't expect you to wander in, <laughs> so it's true. all fair. Okay. <laughs> Touche. You know, we never know. Touche. Love it. All right. Okay. Cool. Thanks, guys. Right. Thank you. My pleasure. Man, so glad you wandered into Princess Craft today. Like a homeless. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you got air it. conditioning. You're fine. That's right. You're welcome anytime. <laughs> thanks, Gary. Thank you. All right. Okay, so we saw something new with with Gary, and uh, what do you think? Do you think we can sell those? Absolutely. And you know why I think we can sell those? Why? Because I love them. Okay. I love them. And you gut, know what? Gut feeling is this yeah. is cool, and someone else will think it's cool. I, yeah, I, I know I should have better business sense and think about you know what's good for the market, what's the percentage of sales, right. all of that kind of stuff. The reality is, if it's something that I love, there's going to be somebody else who loves it too. Right. Right. Now I may not be the extreme overlander. Yeah. But I can tell you, I know those folks and. They're humans just like me. Right. They want it to function. Mm-hmm. They want it to do everything it needs to do. It. They want not a lot of fluff. And everybody loves yeah. cool styling. Right. And this has all of those things. I mean, how can you build this Overland vehicle that really is kind of a Class C only? Class C just sounds so family. Right. I mean, this is just a big expandable van kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But... It not only looks cool, it performs. Right. Uh, I it's love well the out. style. Yeah. And it weighs less than a standard truck. Sure. All of that gear and all the composite that it's made out of weighs less than a standard truck right. bed. Very I, I modern just, it's just materials. just blows my mind. Good craftsmanship. Uh, they actually have some... I, while... Um, while well, I was bumping around a little bit, uh-huh. there's um, there's some videos that they put out that you meet the founder of the business uh-huh. and all that, and he's he's like hand tools woodworker, yeah, kind of yeah. experience. So um, I, I like that, and that they have you know the Scandinavian ties, and they you know it's it's neat. I think there's a story behind it. And I think that it's a perfect vehicle to write stories with. Well, we will learn more as it goes along. Sure. But I love the fact that they build just a super cool thing. And, you know, honestly, who wouldn't want something that didn't feel unique? Right. Right. And hand built. Uh, unique Who hand built. wouldn't want that? And not so. unique and hand built and sit on a shelf, but unique hand built and crazy capable. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Anyway, I, you know, you and I just got back from camping. Mm-hmm. If I had one of those, man, I'd be ready to go again tomorrow. Well, that's considering for sure. that you could run that AC off the batteries off of and charge it back I up know, off of the I know, solar. I know. The thing is ready to go. Didn't we just complain about it being hot in Texas and for like 20 it. minutes? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Very impressed. Uh, I really appreciate Gary dropping mm-hmm. in and uh, deciding to trust us with the product. Very, very honored. Very so, cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap this one up. Okay. Okay. So again, if you are checking this out and you're like, you know, I want to hear more episodes, just check out the other episodes in your podcast player of choice and rate and review us. If you're in a podcast player that will allow you to do that, you can find show notes at rvsmalltalk.com and you can find us on social media and on YouTube. Just look us up. We are there. Do come camping with us. We run right now 
three camping rallies a year, two in the spring and one in the fall. So check out the Texas Tiny Trailer Rally and the Texas Truck Camper Rally. The three of us are at these rallies and we have a blast and their spots are limited. So go to TexasTinyTrailerRally.com or TexasTruckCamperRally.com and find out the information. However you stay connected, just stay connected to us. Uh We love talking to you. We love hearing from you. Friday noon live, Uh which is actually 1230 uh, Central Time. We are online on Facebook chatting with anybody who has a question, Mm -hmm. comment, or just wants to say hello. So join us there, too. And we will look forward to chatting with you sometime in the future. Very good. All right, everybody. That wraps it up. That's this episode of the RV Small Talk podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. See you next time.